0: State lawmakers want to remind people why it's a bad idea to try to take a loaded gun on an airplane. And need a pep talk? I've got a number for you. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, January 2nd, and this is being recorded at 9.17 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So glad to be back after the holiday break, rested and recuperated and ready to hit the ground running in 2024. So let's just get started. After the TSA stopped a slew of loaded firearms from entering secured areas and airports in Pennsylvania over the past year, state lawmakers are trying to toughen penalties for people attempting to carry a gun on a plane. My colleague Ben Wasserstein has the details. On Christmas, a Washington County man walked into Pittsburgh International Airport with a loaded handgun before being stopped by TSA. It was the 44th time that happened in Pittsburgh this year. In one of 102 similar incidents across Pennsylvania, according to the TSA. Democratic Rep. Dan Frankel of Allegheny County is introducing legislation to remove someone's carry permit should they try to take a loaded firearm onto a plane. We have- additional penalty that hopefully uh, will be meaningful enough that people will take care not to behave this this way. So in 2022, the TSA stopped more than 6,500 firearms across the nation, 88% of them loaded from entering secure parts of airports. Well, data on whether domestic violence increases during the holidays is inconclusive, but my colleague Gabriela Martinez reports help is available during a time that can be stressful for many. The National Domestic Violence Hotline does not track individual reports and incidents of domestic violence. But things like money, drinking and family gatherings can make existing abuse worse. Stacy Jordan, Chief Outreach Officer for Safe Burks, advises people to create a safety plan. If a person calls, we help them to identify maybe some safe people in their life who can provide, you know, some support. Do they have somebody that they can possibly pack a bag and keep it at their home? Now, Safe Burks has a 24-hour hotline and crisis service with trained staff who can assess the best course of action in a domestic violence situation. They also have people on call to go to emergency rooms if someone is hurt, as well as evening legal assistance in courthouses to help those seeking a protection order. And a new automated phone line in Pennsylvania offers pep talks, jokes, and words of encouragement from students across the Commonwealth. Sydney Roach is with our friends at WPSU and State College and reports it was created to spread some cheer and encourage self-care. Thanks for calling the You've Got a Friend in Pennsylvania pep talk phone line. Callers have three options. Dial one to hear pep talk and words of encouragement from elementary students. You can be great. On, you, got this. you can do this. Dial two to hear a joke. Dial three to hear life advice. I just want you to know that there's always going to be somebody willing to listen to you. Now, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, 64% of people with a mental illness say their condition gets worse around the holidays. This can be because of stress, loneliness, financial concerns, or shorter daylight hours. The You've Got a Friend in Pennsylvania pep talk phone line is free and automated. You can give it a call at 717 772 4737 That is 717-772-4737. And a reminder, if you or someone you know is in crisis, help is available. Contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by calling or texting 988. That's calling or texting 988. So today is my first day back in the office since December 20th. So once I got situated and remembered how all the buttons worked, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that may impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. Pennsylvania U.S. Senator John Fetterman acknowledges having dark conversations about harming himself before he hit the emergency brake and sought treatment for depression. In an interview with NBC's Meet the Press, the Democrat described his thoughts at that time as, I can't be a blueprint for my children. I can't let them be left alone or not to understand why he would have done that. So he checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center last February. Fetterman wondered whether he'd survive politically. He said that when it got released where he was and where it was going, it was a big story. So he had assumed that would be the end of his career. The hacking of a municipal water authority in a western Pennsylvania community is prompting new warnings from U.S. security officials as states and the federal government are wrestling with how to harden water utilities against hackers. It happened in late November at the Municipal Water Authority of Aliquippa in Beaver County. Officials say the danger is hackers gaining control of automated equipment to shut down pumps that supply drinking water or contaminate drinking water by reprogramming automated chemical treatments. The efforts took on a new urgency in 2021 when the federal government's leading cybersecurity agency reported five attacks on water authorities over two years, four of them by ransomware and a fifth by a former employee. Potentially hostile geopolitical rivals such as Iran and China are viewed by U.S. officials as a threat and correctional officers at two prisons in central Pennsylvania are dealing with strained conditions due to staffing shortages. The news item reports the U.S. Penitentiary Lewisburg and the Northumberland County Jail have both had to turn to more mandated overtime to fill shifts. The federal prison is staffed by 171 corrections officers, which is down by nearly 23 percent of the 219 needed for a full-time staff to oversee an inmate population of a little more than 1,000. The Northumberland County Jail staff is at 60 percent of capacity. County Sheriff Robert Wolf says the lack of staffing began after COVID-19 and has not improved. Now, in Union County, things are a little brighter. The jail there has a full-time staff capping at 100 percent. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode of 2024 after the Morning Agenda took a week off for the holidays. And just a reminder, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and on your social media channels, because you can play a big part in spreading the word about the Morning Agenda. So for the first time this year, I am going to ask you what the best song you heard on your drive to work today is. Just reach out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky. I'm at TLambert895 on both those platforms. And you can check out our Spotify playlist. It's brand new for the month. It's called the Morning Agenda Song of the Day, January 2024. And my song of the day today to kick off the new year is Metallica's Enter Sandman. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. So be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.